Welcome to the Pixelated Realms, your guide through the digital landscape, untangling the mysteries of your favorite titles and discussing the latest and greatest in video game fun. I'm your host, Alex Salerno, and it's alongside me is my brother, Tyler. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hey, hey, we're here for episode number five, and I... I actually, it's actually kind of nice. I feel like we're in a little bit of a uh, release pause, so it's like kind of that time where you can catch up on your backlog. Yeah, uh, a, little, it's, a little bit. It's it's that in in like it's been so many releases re- lately. So like having a little break has has been nice, but still like I've been so occupied and I have a lot of exciting things to talk about. Like, um, you know, for example, that we just got the new, uh, DLC for cyberpunk 2077. We got mortal Kombat one coming out. Uh, we've been playing Starfield. Uh, we've been playing, uh, monster hunter now a little bit. We'll talk about that a touch. Uh, so lots of things to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the monster hunter now thing, I was not really expecting that one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I had heard about it and stuff like that, and you're like, "Hey, let, like download it, and try it." Uh, and if if you don't know, it's basically like Pokemon Go, but Monster Hunter, and um, it's by Niantic, you know, same guys. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised because I I didn't like love Pokemon Go even now. I think yeah. like I've I've played it. Don't get me wrong, I played it a lot, and and you know, occasionally when I was out, I'd like catch Pokemon and stuff like that. But it felt like just like a grind fest for no reason. Like, I felt like there was no, like, reward, right? right. The reward... I mean, the battle wasn't fleshed... The battle system wasn't fleshed out, like, for years. Like, it, I mean, and there was a lot of little things that they really had to fix before it became, like, even, like, you know, decent. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if it's even there for me, because, like, the battle system is not good enough to hold the weight of the game on it. And... Yeah. And like the the gyms were not that great in my opinion, and so like it just didn't. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people that like it, so don't get me wrong. This is just my opinion, but nothing like hooked me. Like it felt like a lot of really good ideas that didn't really fulfill what their intentions were. And then um, so this one came out, and I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'll give it a shot. But I wasn't expecting to really like it that much. But uh, it takes a totally different approach on kind of like what you're doing and it's more of like you know in the monster hunter you have your hunter and you're trying to get better gear and then you're going out to defeat monsters to get you know materials to build better gear to continue the cycle basically right and in this one instead of you know trying to catch pokemon um you're defeating monsters and stronger monsters to build and then you get the crafting components and then you can build better gear and then you can fight you know better bigger and better monsters and so on and so forth and that cycle seems a lot more fun to me than like oh catching this rare pokemon and then diving through his stats for an hour to see if he's worth keeping or not like i don't I, i'm not really like the, a stat junkie like that like trying to mega optimize uh well my- i think like i i think it kind of goes to like why you play those different like to me like poke i loved pokemon go because I thought there was something fun about the idea of like walking around and like getting collecting the Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Like I get out, I get a walk and like get some exercise. And then, oh, hey, this Pokemon I've been looking for, I found. I think to me, that was like the most fun part of Pokemon Go and like the community part that kind of came with it, like almost like, you know, as just circumstance. I thought that was 
that's a whole nother story. Um, but like, you know, I thought, yeah, I thought it was fun to like collect the Pokemon. Right. But yeah. Monster Hunter, you know, I saw it come out on the store and I was just like, you know, why not? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Like no harm in it. I, I just wanted an excuse to go out and get some more, you know, exercise. <laughs> and, uh, and it, you're right. It does take like a different approach. And I think there's like some good and bad to that. Like, so I like the idea that you're walking around and like there's different biomes all over your neighborhood, right? So sometimes you're like walking in a desert, sometimes you're walking in, you know, a forest. Like I think that's kind of like cool, you know, like yeah. give give you some like reason to walk other places. You still have like the Pokemon Go style uh like stops where you like collect items and stuff. But then you get the bit, you know, you discover these large monsters that you can actually tag for later and like fight them when you're sitting on your couch. But that kind of goes to, like, the part of the game that's a little, it's, it, I don't know if this is a complaint, but it's just different in the sense that, like, I'm trying to go for a walk. And so, like, I find myself, like, stopping a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, like, sitting there stopping fighting a freaking monster. Like, and, like, it's fine. But, like, it's, it, it's, I, honestly, like, I would almost prefer to, like, just sit there and tag the monsters with the mechanics called paintballs. So I'd almost just sit there and paintball the monster, yeah. continue my walk, and then go home and fight them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like... Which you can do, totally. Right. So I think, I mean, I'm glad they put that in there. And I'm starting to, you know, I'm, I think I'm like rank 16 or 17 right now. And, and they don't give you all your weapons first. Like they just give you one weapon. A anyone who's played the Monster Hunter games knows that like, you're just kind of like inundated with a variety of different weapon choices. In this, they start you off slow and then they start introducing more and more. Yeah. And, you know, part of the fun of this game has been like, okay, like this weapon and is, you know, good, but like this weapon's you know, way different. Like I, I, un I just unlocked the bow, and it's like a totally different like play style in this game. Yeah. So, I think that's kind of fun. Like, and I, and I, and and you know, the, the monsters are finally getting harder to that point where it like does take some like effort. You know, yeah. <laughs> but once again, if I'm on a walk and I'm trying not to get like hit by a car or something, like it's yeah. not <laughs> like perfect. You know, yeah. Well, you got to be extra careful. Yeah, you do have to be extra careful. And I think it even tells you that before you start a fight. It's like, yeah. hey, make sure you're in a safe place because yeah, totally. you could easily, like, forget what you're doing. But, I mean, yeah, like, you, you actually fight the monsters in this one as opposed to just rapidly throwing a ball at yep. a Pokemon, you know? So it's like you can, you have to dodge, you have special abilities, you have uh, attacks and stuff that you can do, and there's, like, weak spots on them. So I feel like it's a lot more engaging uh, when you see, like, a big monster and you're like, ooh, like, uh, let's see if I can I can – take him down and it's a little more skill based than yeah. I felt Pokemon Go was. And you're totally right about like how Pokemon Go's real core kind of loop, it like what made it fun wasn't really the battling or any of that yeah. stuff. It was going out and walking and finding the Pokemon and kind of catching them and be like, oh yeah, I found this Pokemon. But they evolved yeah. it so much beyond that. Right. Um you know that like they could have almost doubled down on that and made it not about the battling at all mm -hmm. and done kind of like a sea of thieves thing where it's like, um, you know, there's like no unlocking the thing with sea of thieves, right. Is like, you can't make your character any better or any worse. Everything in that game is, is cosmetic. And so it's, it's a very kind of like, like you enjoy, you got to enjoy it for what it is. Kind exactly. Of <laughs> like, exactly. It, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I liked, I, 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 f I think if they didn't include battling in Pokemon Go, we would have 
still like wanted it <laughs> like we would have been like well there's no battling this sucks you know but yeah. like it took them so long to like even get it to somewhere where i found it even to be like cursory interesting you know like yeah. so i i just like yeah like, but that's the, a whole different like, yeah the, the pokemon brand really held that app on its back you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if you t- if you stripped away the pokemon you know i mean of course if you strip away the brand from anything it's going to be weaker but if you stripped away the pokemon from that app it would have been really struggling like it wouldn't have it would have been yeah, yeah like i i agree i mean it was like the nostalgia factor and especially like as you know as we're like 90s pokemon players like as the the uh generations progressed i gotta say i became less interested in like collecting them all because oh my god you know like gen one and gen two i had some familiarity with or you know and so but by gen like five i was kind of like who is this you know and that's just me because i got older (laughs) yeah and yeah (laughs) i guess now we're diverging into pokemon but it's like it's it's 150 is very manageable and you're like okay or even like 250 and you know it's like okay i can wrap my head around that i can remember who they are i I can know all that stuff but then yeah now you're like in the thousands and you're just like okay like i feel like you should have retired some of the old ones (laughs) and been like hey those are no longer available in this new area you have to go to the old area to get those right all the regions and stuff like that because it's just like way too much now but but uh, yeah, but like going back to Monster Hunter, like I think it's, you know, it's something worth checking out if you're just looking for something that's like, you know, fun while you're walking around or if you, you know, if you're like me and you like to like take walks every once in a while, like, you know, it's it's definitely a fun little thing to try out. So, um yeah, if you're interested, definitely take a look. Yeah, yeah, you know, still very early life, so uh interested to see where they take it as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, as you know, that's the mobile game, so it's like a kind of a little game. But as far as uh, like what you're currently playing, like what's going on? All right. Well, uh, as as may have been dropped, I want to say last episode, I mentioned it right at our end there. Uh, Mortal Kombat One did come out, and uh, I've been playing it a lot. I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan, as I mentioned before. Um, you know, this one came out uh, pretty. Pretty quickly, actually. It felt like it was a pretty, like, fast turnaround, although it's, like, you know, a couple of years of time of development. But, but you know, it's it's. I think it's been an overall win, personally. I think, you know, there's kind of this discussion in the community, and, and the fighting game community really is a big one <laughs> and a diverse one. And uh, a lot of people, you know, have lots of complaints. A lot of people have lots of positive things to say about it so it's kind of one of those things where it's like there's a lot a lot of good in there there's a lot of like things that are there to master extremely high skill ceiling it looks gorgeous the story to me was really fun um and you know just not not to spoil anything but like in the in mortal kombat 11 the previous rendition they did a kind of reboot of the entire story so i won't ruin anything but but basically we're starting back at mortal kombat 1 as the title suggests and so it was really fun to see the characters kind of taken into a new uh new light and like kind of repurposed and given new story um i have completed the story at this point um and uh, i really liked it personally i thought it was it was really fun i thought it was a good length 
Um, it gave me a good t- chance to like try all the different characters. Um, I, I loved some of the interpretations. Um, like I think people are just going crazy with like Reptile and Ashra, uh, like having this like little romance. There's all these little things that are like really funny. So um, yeah, I've been really enjoying it so far. Um, I'm trying to get better, although it's a slow process. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, you know, I will say, though, that I think some of the criticism is it feels a little rushed. Like, they definitely kind of pumped it out maybe like, a few months before like what, it was. What part? Well, basically, like, there, the, it was very strongly suggested that there was going to be a 25th, or I don't even think it was suggested. I think it was said that there was going to be a 25th character on launch, which did not make the cut. And we're, like, 99% sure that was Ermac. Um, so you fight Ermac and you fight Quan Chi in the story like quite a few times, and yet they're not playable characters. And uh, so like that kind of felt rushed. Um, you know, there's like there's these little things like uh, voice lines and like intros that people like seem to like really want, which personally I wasn't like super like missing or anything, but. Yeah, there's just kind of like these small things here and there. Um, people aren't super happy with this single player mode called Invasion Mode that they released. Um, to be perfectly honest, I think it's been a little bit, you know, mid <laughs> myself. Um, but, you know, I don't really think too much into it because these games are all about that online multiplayer anyway. So I'm not really expecting a deep, like, super fun, you know, single player experience. Yeah. I'm not a big fighter guy myself but mortal kombat is the exception i do like mortal kombat i've just been playing it for so long that i can't like help but enjoy the story and um you know just all the character i'm I'm invested into the characters at this point you know after like decades of playing this game and stuff like that i haven't played it yet but i want to jump in we did play a little bit the other day so i got like a taste for it and it seemed i like like the the fighting seemed really crisp to me but I'm not like a pro level player, so I, I guess I wouldn't really know. But what I kind of liked about it is some of the other ones that I've played is you can kind of button smash and you can kind of, you know, spaz your character uh, a little bit, I guess you could say, is like the, the very quick attacks and make it kind of hard for the opponent to do any real counters, even if they're a good player. But in this one, everything seemed very deliberate to me. Would would you say so? Like, every attack is very slow. It's kind of, not slow, but the attacks are deliberate, yeah. and there's long pauses between attacks. So it gives the well, opponent the chance to really punish you if you screw up. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's something, like, you know, if any of our listeners are, you know, very, uh, you know, uh, dedicated fighting game players, like, you guys know how this goes. It's... They did a very good job with the basic mechanics, and then they added, you know, with the mechanics that kind of have always worked. Um, you know, there's things like, like, um, like, the, basically, like you feel like you have the right amount of options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you feel like you ha- you have a you know somewhat diverse amount of combos depending on the character you're playing, um, and then you can take those combos and cancel them into a a pretty wide variety of moves. But the cool thing about this one, and honestly, the hardest thing about this one is the introduction of that cameo system they brought. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're not familiar, basically it's 
it's like a button you hit that brings in a second character who has additional moves. And it's not, it, it's not like your Marvel versus Catcom where you can like swap in the character and you're playing that character. Now they literally just kind of like cameo real quick. They come in, they do a move and they get out. And that allows you, depending on who you pick for your cameo fighter, allows you to fill the gaps of your character, you know, should they have deficiencies. Um, and there's still probably some balancing to be done there, but it really like from someone who used to like main just one character in mk11 and so like you know after a while it was just like hey this is the character like i, I kind of just figured it out now it's like you have your character but you have your character plus like 15 other characters and so it allows you to create a so much less predictable kind of fighting game um that being said everyone's been playing with one cameo so far, Serena. So that's been fun. But either way, you know, eventually it'll get more diverse and people will figure out, you know, yeah. the different things they could do. And everyone just Googles the meta for the first, like, a couple months. And they're like, what did the pro player pick? Ah, oh, that's what I'm picking. Honestly, Cause... it's so silly because her her cameo ability, one of them, it just throws, like, these... It basically just extends any combo. So it's like, why wouldn't I choose it, right? Oh. So you just, like... I do a combo, I hit her, she extends it. I do another combo, I hit her, she extends it. I do another combo, and then I jump into the air, and I do another combo, and then I do my string, you know? Right, and right. So it's like, it's just kind of like, to be honest, like, I still am having a really hard time, like, figuring it out, because to me, like, the fighting game mechanics are hard enough as it is. So, like, you know, I'm like, okay, if I'm really like, okay, you know, I'll just choose her and be like, okay, I can just extend my string and, and get more damage. But, but you know, it's it's been fun and like even just in the week that it's been out like i've seen i've been watching a lot of competitions i've been watching a lot of streamers and they're already like oh man you know now goro's the shit like i gotta i gotta choose goro like because he can do yeah. this crazy thing and i'm like yeah like last week no one was doing that so it's cool to see that develop and i really like i like like experiencing the lifespan of games um yeah. because people are just amazing um they're just really incredible at like i mean i was watching day two tournaments and people are just pumping out incredible combos that require very precise timing and i'm just like you've had this game for you know no more than a couple of days like oh my gosh like what? yeah right this is amazing uh and so so that to me is really fun even if i'm not amazing at the game it's really fun to watch other people play against each other that's awesome and it other than the invasion mode it has a pretty solid uh story right like it's it's got yeah. uh the story was really fun i i really liked it and it changes things up so if you played a Mortal Kombat game, you know, you're somewhat familiar with the story. Um, you know, you got Scorpions whose family is killed by Sub-Zero and, you know, and Sub-Zero ends up getting killed and not killed, but turned into to noob Sabot. Like all of these like canonical events that happen have been happening in 10 games. You know? uh, they, right. They've all switched it up now. And like I said, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone who's going to experience it themselves, but each character gets to take on a new role. and you know, kind of the biggest one of those, and this isn't, you know, a spoiler because it's actually kind of, it, it was part of MK11, is that Raiden is no longer a demigod, right? So Raiden is just yeah. a guy, <laughs> and Liu Kang is now the god of fire and technically lightning. Uh, and so it's really cool. Like, Liu Kang is an awesome demigod, and I think it's super fun to have him, like, 
walking around as we were used to having Raiden be the old wise Obi-Wan figure in the past. Right, right. That is pretty cool to see that change over, you know, the course of the storyline. They're like, hey, let's freshen this up. Let's try something new. And, you know, we're already creating all these different universes and stuff. Let's go ahead and change all of time. <laughs> right. I, I think it was a good choice. I think it was it was time to, like, re reform everything. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm really excited. And then uh, anyone who's, you know, kind of been seeing seeing the uh, media around this knows that like the dlc characters we're getting homelander we're getting peacemaker like all these really like very very uh superhero themed uh dlc characters which which just reminds me of something really awesome i saw and you know i i pray that this reddit user somehow listens to our podcasts and hears this but i just saw this random reddit post that was like you know, guys, I think this game was supposed to be Injustice 3, and here is my, like, my pitch. All of, like, he had all these reasons, but one of the main reasons was that, like, the DLC characters are all superheroes. So, oh. like, Omni-Man and, uh, and what's the guy from The Boys? Homelander. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And he was like, and the cameo system, like, it's your sidekick system. Like, it's a sidekick. It would have been perfect. And I was like, you know, man, as crazy as that is, I think that's that's not a not a half bad uh, little theory you got there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or maybe this is, like, their test of it. They're like, hey... Injustice is going to come out. Let's test it in Mortal Kombat first and see how it goes. Totally. I mean, and, and they, you know, they've already said, like, Injustice 3 is coming out after this. Yeah. Um, so, it, I, I, want, uh, you know, I look forward to that game, too. I love the Injustice games. Um, that's what really got me, like, really, like, into the more hardcore aspects of, of the fighting games. I just thought it was so fun to, like, run yeah. around as superheroes and, and you know, <laughs> and, and beat each other up yeah and the story and those ones were amazing too like i that's actually one of my favorite dc stories is the injustice line of, of uh oh yeah it's such know, a i don't want to ruin story. anything for those who haven't seen it but it's yeah. a good story yeah no i mean and there's there's been you know like a few renditions at this point and it follows the comics very closely for the most part so <laughs> yeah it's it's if you're a dc fan like it's just it's just pure uh fun honestly yeah, yeah, and they have like uh, the equipment system, which I know not everybody loves, but I I kind of like that. Well, I I like it cosmetically. I don't need it to like have an effect on my gameplay. That's, That's true. How I, I agree with that. It. <laughs> yeah, I I can agree with that. Like I, cosmetics are worth. You know, it's like they don't. I think a lot of game developers don't realize that intrinsic value of just like cosmetics and stuff could go a long way in a game. You know, you don't have yeah. to make it power powerful just you know a cape or something like that i'll work really hard to get that stupid cape even if it's just for looks well i mean i didn't hate it in injustice 2 i mean we're taking a little tangent here i didn't hate it in injustice 2 in the sense that like you, that only mattered like like you almost always play i'm trying to remember what the mode was called it was like tournament mode or something but like i you know i never played a match with like the gear stats yeah. you know but yeah. like but like, if you as soon as you went to ranked or you know went online and played someone with gear stats, it was like, my guy has twenty million health and one hits you, you know, and you're like, well, okay, 
Like, yeah, and it's not really skill at that point. It's just like whoever's really good at looking up a build and <laughs> right, whoever unlocked all that equipment and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, and, and like when you go over to like the single player modes, like, and they have all these stupid affixes that like break the game. I'm like, okay, fine, like give me some stats, which is actually what they did in MK1. So you do have you actually have assignable stat points in MK1 for your character in the invasion mode. And oh, interesting. And I'm like, it's fine as long as it stays in the invasion mode, right? Right, like, yeah, totally. <laughs> so that's just how I feel about it. But to be honest, I think I think the invasion mode is a little lacking right now. So hopefully we'll see them uh, work on that in the coming months. Yeah, and, and, you know, they're working on the balancing and stuff before they're working on all that single-player stuff. So they're probably going to get to that eventually. They just want to make sure it's, like, tournament-ready and that every little frame every single frame of the game is accounted for and make sure there's no like game breaking you know builds or anything like that so i'm sure they'll get around to it yeah i know there's a lot of things they're looking forward to adding like there's you know some silly things like there's some actually some really silly things um i'm trying to remember all of them but like you used to be able to like tag your moves in practice mode so like you could like be like okay cool i'm tagging these five moves i'm going to practice them they don't have that anymore and it's like that seems like something you guys should have remembered to put in for release. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, so I like you also can't change skins in character select, which was like another thing that everyone was kind of like, "What the hell?" You know? Wait, so where do you do it? You do it in your character customization screen. Oh, so you like set it once? Mm-hmm. Basically, yep. you can't change it with a button like any other fighter. You know any other fighting game so yeah okay, i agree weird. there's some rushed elements right like even the, the matchmaking system like is really leaves a lot to be desired in the sense that like i've been watching tournaments and they're like inviting people and they're not getting the invite and you know those kind of like networking issues that like they've actually kind of done really well in the past and this one isn't working out I fully believe, you know, I'm I'm a believer. I know they'll they'll fix it, but yeah, I think that was kind of where some of the criticism came from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, all the criticism I've heard you talk about so far has been pretty minor stuff, in my opinion. Like, it's like very nitpicky, and I get that. You know, uh, the hardcore players and it's well, okay. First off, fighter game, you know, enthusiasts are very hardcore, just like almost by definition, yeah. right? Like that's like the style of the game is you have to be very calculated every single detail matters every frame matters every single move matters yeah. so I, I guess I, is is power in that game in yeah, these games yeah. exactly and, and that's what makes it kind of cool though is it's like a, it's like a chess battle you know but you also get to rip each other's guts out and beat somebody else with their own hand you know right <laughs> yeah and, and it's just i mean i just like oh my god it's so much fun like havoc you know, speaking of beating people with your hand, like I've been playing a lot of Havoc and his whole character centers around ripping his limbs off and ripping his own head off and regrowing them. It's just such a blast. So like I, there's just something so fun about it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Like when, when we were kids, like I, we had, there were certain parents who like wouldn't let us play Mortal Kombat because it was uh -huh. such a gruesome game. So it just makes me laugh, like looking back at it. I know. Right. I mean, it's always tried to kind of push that, you know, envelope of how how gross and nasty can we get and like, you know, bloody can this be? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 
Well, that's what I've been playing. How about yourself? What have you been playing um, lately? I haven't really had a lot of chance to play anything new. I've still been playing Starfield. I've been playing Cyberpunk, trying to get ready before the patch. Or sorry, sorry, before the DLC did not make it. And uh, I've also been playing this other game called High on Life, but it, that's kind of an older oh, game that yeah. I was trying to, uh, you know, catch up on while I had a little bit of time. Because we had like the last few months, I guess, it has been just like new game, new game, new game, new game, new game. So I've been like in this mode of where I'm like trying to power through a game so I can like enjoy the next one and not feel like I'm like like lagging behind. And so I've been in this like rush mode and now I finally feel like, all right. I, I don't have any like big upcoming games that I can see in the horizon, and may, there maybe like are some random drops here or there that I'll like be really interested in. But I was like, all right, I have time now to sit back and actually like enjoy the games that I want to play and like go through my backlog. That's kind of what I've been doing in the last like little bit. So diving more into Starfield. Yeah. Um, I mean, have you been playing that one still? Uh, no, I pretty much stopped. I was just like. I, it just like kind of like made me want to play Cyberpunk again. <laughs> so yeah. once Cyberpunk 2.0 came out, I just kind of like went back to that. And so yeah, but I want to hear what you think as you put more hours into it because people seem to just like it more and more as they do that. Yeah, you know, I've, I have I've def- I have a lot more hours now. I'm most of the way through the campaign. I'm trying to just kind of finish the campaign because, like, I think I said in a previous episode, I never finished Skyrim. And so I was like, I'm not going to do that with this one. I'm not going to get, like, side-quested to hell. I'm going to actually <laughs> try and go through and play the actual, camp, you know, campaign so I can kind of experience that. Um, yeah. So far, the campaign's honestly been a little underwhelming. Uh, it, <laughs> like, you were talking about kind of last time, you know, you, you're going here, you're being hunted, you're doing this, you're doing that. And it feels all very, like, video gamey. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know a better way to say that. But, like, it feels, you know, like you're like, okay, I'm doing a quest. I, I'm not very involved in the story. I don't yeah. feel any, like, a lot of emotional attachment. Like, for instance, like, I, I'll use, like, Ghost of Tsushima as, like, an amazing, as a, as a, as a kind of example here. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, that game is not only mechanically great and everything like that, but every single quest, every storyline, you're engaged in it. And I was like, my eyes are like glued to the screen. And like, you know, you have this like this this tension between you and your uncle and you build this big relationship with him in the beginning. And they show how his relationship was and his relationship with all these people. And then as it like some get stronger, some deteriorate as you're going through and you really feel like, yeah. you know, you get hit in the emotions when all of this stuff happens. And in Starfield, uh, it'll be like, go talk to this guy who you've never talked to before. Be like, hi, I need help. Can you go do this? Thank you. And then I'll go do it. And I come back and he's like, thank you. And that's. (laughs) I have have a similar criticism for the story (laughs) I played. It's. I, I, I did a little bit of the um oh man free is it the free ranger sheriff dude? yeah, the, free yeah ranger. The, the the free free star ranger free star rangers thank you and honestly that has been way more fun than the campaign quest like I I I'm I'm the the at first I was like okay cool the constellation group is cool they seem diverse and like you know like this is going to be interesting. Like, I can't wait to see how these quests are. And then I've been, like, really bored by everything they've offered me. 
like all of their quests have been you know just super dull and then like like i was complaining in one of our previous episodes it was like okay go to this we found a relic okay i go to the planet and then uh it's in a cave okay that's that all the relics have been in caves so i go into the cave there's a few spacers there trying to kill me okay i kill the spacers no big deal and then i get to the relic which is like you know, two or three minutes into the cave, which frankly, I don't know, just feels short to me. And then I get to the cave, and then you get attacked by one of these enemies. Uh, I don't want to ruin it, but like, you know, these enemies who are hunting you. And I'm like, dude, it's just one guy. Like, yeah, I shoot him in the head like three times, he's dead. You know, and I'm playing on like hard mode. <laughs> and then you take the relic and you go home. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> like, so I was just like, that was not fun. How many more goddamn relics do I have to get? <laughs> a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so so like you're you're part of this group and you are trying to find the pieces of some relic that you don't know what it does. So you're like, okay, my motivation for this is uh I found some space basically piece of scrap metal and uh some group came and said, "Hey, you want to find the rest with us?" and I said, "Sure." Right. And, 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 yeah. and that's it. Like there's there's not much more to it, at least where I am. And I'm pretty far into it now, I think. And it's just like, all right, find the next piece, find the next piece, find the next piece. And like, sure, it's like, oh, this happens. And, in, in, you know, when you find the relic and stuff like that. But and then you're you'll kind of do missions with the constellation, um, you know, people. But like none of the missions made me like care for them, except for the mm -hmm. Sam one. Yeah, he had the most interesting one because it had to do with family, right? Yeah. But, like, everyone else, like, Sarah's really weird. Like, yeah, like, like her... she's weird. Like, I don't know. Everyone's kind of weird and, like, not super likable. No. So <laughs> they're kind of shallow. They're, yeah. they're, their dialogue is very shallow. And, like, like for instance, I just... Um, not just, but I did one of the quest lines with the the rich guy. So does you one of the guys in the constellation? Yeah, is like one, mm -hmm. is is an owner. He's like the money of the group, right? He he funds everything, and so he is. Um, he found like a piece, and so he's like, "Hey, let's go to my headquarters on this planet, and uh, we'll go and you know try and buy this piece or whatever." And you go, and while the mission is kind of fun, his character for being this like billionaire is really not like it doesn't like line up like a kid with a toy in that mission you know what i mean yeah like, he yeah yeah like he's totally like the whole time he's totally like well this is interesting we're being shot at this is kind of weird like I, I don't know like and he's like oh they stole it from us let's go steal it back and you're like what the hell are you talking on? about the neon mission yeah that one i gotta say like although i'll try not to like ruin anything Literally, like, you do all these things for that mission, and then, like, in the end, it's just like, okay, here's the thing. Yeah, Okay, I, I persuaded him to give it to me for a discount, and he handed it to me. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> it yeah. was just like, it was like, literally, like, I just persuaded my way out of it, which is an, another kind of criticism I have. I just seem to be able to persuade my way out of everything in that game. Yeah, I basically did the same thing. So, yeah, I also don't want to spoil anything, but you end up, like, face-to-face -face with this other guy, and he's been trying to, like, kill you, or basically, because he wants the thing, too. And um, you end up, like, going face-to-face -face with him, and, like, my yeah, exactly, my character, like, I basically convinced him to, like, hey, we're on, I, I want that. And he's like, 
you want that? I'm like, yeah, I want that. And he's like, all right, take it. I respect no. that. All right. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> we literally have been spending the last like 20 minutes fighting. And now you're just like, yeah, here, fuck it. <laughs> like, and yeah. He, and he's like, now we're friends. I was like, uh, okay. I like rather shot my way out of that building, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or something. So it, like, at least make it like dramatic, right? There was no drama. And yeah. it, it just, I don't know. But <laughs> Everything I think seems kind of hollow. Is, it's just in contrast to like other Bethesda games. Like, like, I feel like in Skyrim or, like, Fallout, like, I felt like there was these little hints of, like, good writing. And I'm not, like, really seeing that in Starfield. Yeah. But then, like, you'll run into a quest that's like, oh, yeah, okay, that kind of felt like good right. You know, that was kind of good writing. And so it's, like, kind of weird. It's, like, intermittent. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, like, and they're all small. It's the weird thing is every like in Skyrim, you can have these large multi-part quests that are like really involved. Like, you know, one of the the big ones is you're going and infiltrate this embassy to see to steal intelligence from them to see like if they're they know what anything that you don't know and all these things. And it takes like you have to like dress up and, you know, uh, infiltrate their building and do all this shit. I have yet to have a single mission that's more complicated than go here. Do this right. thing. Talk to this guy. Now go somewhere else. Do this. You know, like, I, I mean, the Neon Mission, maybe if you kind of break it down into its parts, but, like, it not, it's very few and far between. Most of them are very straightforward. So, like, yeah. I like the game enough to keep playing it, but I'm not, like, blown away. Like, I'm not, like, I honestly, I think, like, <laughs> it's, like, I keep thinking, like, hmm, No Man's Sky does, like, a lot of this better. Mm -hmm. Uh but also worse. So it's like, I don't want to play No Man's Sky because it's kind of like, uh, I would say kind of messy. I, I don't know. The world doesn't feel alive to me in No Man's Sky. That's yeah. usually like my biggest criticism. It feels like I am in a video game in No Man's Sky. I'll say Starfield does it better. Like, I feel like the cities have some organicness to them. Like, there's a, some, like, Things are happening regardless of me. And I, I like that. I think, you know, that's that's fairly yeah. normal in a Bethesda game. And I think they still did that. But once I do interact, then I feel like that quest chain is really kind of boring and like really simple, like we've been saying. And so yeah. that's just like, it's so, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Like I, Bethesda, I've never really had a game that, that really was like that with them um it's like a know. mile wide and an inch deep you know yeah right right that's a good way to put it but like there's so much potential there like it's so beautiful and like the space is great like i love like space combat and i haven't done any ship building but people seem to really be liking the ship building so i'm not gonna like discount that um i actually i i want to talk about that a little bit so like the ship building could be great is almost great, but quite not quite in my opinion. Like, it, it's it's so blocky that yeah. it's it's like and on top of that. So okay, one is very blocky. So it's like you're just you're putting these like massive chunks together. So which honestly, I'm I is not a massive negative to me, but it what ends up we end up losing is the interior ends up becoming secondary to how it looks on the outside. Because you end up building this thing on the outside, and then you like are like, all right, now I'm gonna walk through it, and now there's like 15 ladders you have to go up, or or something, or like hallways uh, are like super long and stuff. Like the interior 
doesn't feel very natural once you start getting bigger ships. Like, you know, once you have, like, you have the starter ships, they feel fine because it's, like, you'll have, like, three rooms in it and, like, maybe one ladder. But when you start to get bigger ships, it immediately falls apart. <laughs> and so, I'm like, yeah, so I was like, uh, okay, um, this needs to be reworked. Like, you need to yeah. almost be able to, like have, like, have them separate. Like, have your interior and your exterior totally separate. Like... All the room, because the way you can build it is you could, you know, each module, you predefine what it is. So you say, is this an engineer bay? Is this a residence bay? Is this a kitchen or whatever? But I almost feel like you should be able to do that afterwards inside. Like all of the rooms should be like just a room. And then you go inside and you're like, this is now a kitchen. This is this, this, this. Because when you're building it on the outside, you can't really see what's happening on the inside. So you have to build everything and then walk around and be like, oh, this doesn't make any sense now. And you have to kind of go and rechange it. So yeah, I, that sounds. It's a little bit more complicated than I'm interested in exploring with a game like that. Like, I, I personally, like I, I'm fine just like finding new ships or going and stealing ships and you know and buying ships. Like, I'm totally cool with that. So I know some people like that's what they enjoy in that game. Great, you know, like I uh, have fun, you know, and I've seen some super cool ships, but it's just not my personal, you know, point of interest. I mean, I wish if if I like for some reason space games are really hard, and I want to take No Man's Sky, Starfield, and Star Citizen. I want to smash them together, only take the good parts, because well, one Star Citizen is a fucking awful game. Nobody should ever play that game. It's a it's a scam for money. But Certainly they do don't give them money. Yeah. yeah, but it it has like a lot of really good ideas, and the ships are awesome. But everything else sucks about that game. But I want the ships from No Man's or sorry from Star Citizen. I want the feet, the the complex features like the the base building and and all that stuff from No Man's Sky. And I want the like beautiful world and universe and liveliness of Starfield. But mm. that's you know apparently is very difficult to do. Uh, that's a big ask for sure. But yeah, I have no doubt they'll make some big changes. I think honestly, I'll probably uh, Starfield will be a game I probably revisit later down the line and enjoy a lot more later um i have no doubt you know they'll make some big changes but i think that's like a a good kind of segment into the last little part i wanted to talk about today and and that is the new cyberpunk 2077 2.0 update yeah i love that you said that playing starfield makes you want to play that more because i i felt the same way and so i was like oh gotta get back into cyberpunk because this is that that feels like a fun world and the patch is amazing so yeah the patch they you know, I'm not going to, you know, lie and say Cyberpunk 2077 didn't have an incredibly rough launch. Like, I think it was almost unplayable on launch. But now that I've revisited it, I've had uh, more than 120 hours. I've beat every quest in the game. I've cleared everything. I've every gun, every site. Like, I love that game so much. And then when Edge Runners came out, I just... It just tenfolded everything. It's like make a perfect show to complement the world you created. And that's yeah. the thing is like they spent so much time. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head the gentleman's name, but the guy who created the cyberpunk lore. I mean, it is so thorough and it is so fleshed out and they put so much attention and effort into the details. And once they got the game working, right? <laughs> and yeah. it, it's just such a fun world to be experienced in. I cannot tell you how often I just walk around, like not even doing yeah. anything, just yeah. because it's so cool just to see like, oh, like these shops and these citizens. And I'll just like find a guy like, you know, you'll find like a guy like helping his girlfriend who's like too high, like or something, or you'll find yeah. like 
a cop threatening someone or you'll yeah. find a gang threatening a yeah. stall owner. Or the guy who like, installed a, a new wing and it went awry. Yeah, I just did that <laughs> quest again in my new playthrough. But like the 2.0 update really just amplified everything so much. So um, if you don't, if you're not familiar and you haven't seen, the 2.0 update added a totally uh, redone uh, police system so the police are way more responsive um, when you do crimes they have way more like I would say effective ways of responding um, and like chasing you down and searching for you um, they've been I've definitely accidentally gotten myself you know into trouble a few times and they definitely sit there and search for you and are a lot more difficult um, I have yet to like try to like do the GTA thing and like piss off of them piss them yeah. off as like much as humanly possible yeah, and get Max Stack called me <laughs> uh, called on me but um but I I definitely will <laughs> but yeah um <laughs> along with that they redid the entire skill system which to me was actually one of the biggest weaknesses of the game they were just like it was just like a like a blob of skills and you just kind of like unlocked them but now they actually have a structure and the skills are a lot more thought out with how the game actually plays so yeah. instead of like five percent more headshot damage and i'm like okay i mean cool you know but like now it's like you can shoot while sprinting and sliding okay cool like that's a skill i need to think about right or now your quick hacks can be stacked and you can uh, like you can do multiple at once i think it was called like the q quick hack q and i'm like okay cool like that's a dedicated thing um, along with that, now they have skills that are related to car battle, which is another thing they yeah. they inter, you know introduced, which they had planned to introduce earlier. But you know, yeah, you get it when you get it. So now I could sit here, like I can sit. One, you can be in, you can shoot out of your car, you know. But two, I could sit there and like I could like quick hack a car so that the brakes engage and they stop, or I can quick hack a car so that they like go full throttle or there's all these like super fun things that you could do that just adds so much flavor yeah, totally to the game. and the they finally added cyber psychosis to the game, right so it's like in the old one, you could add as many mods or whatever as you wanted, but now there's basically like a a, a certain amount you can handle before your yep. body like gives up. And so it, it totally makes sense in the in the context of everything. And I really like that because now it's like, okay, I actually have to think about this. And if I want more cyber enhancements, um, I forgot what's called, cyberware. If I want more yeah. cyberware, I have to invest in increasing the amount, the load that I can take. And, and uh, so eventually just, you could yeah. become like, so you can't just, you know, become this monster character without any updates, right? You couldn't just go out and buy all this stuff. Like you actually have to work for it. Which I really like. So yeah, the, the whole game just makes more sense. They redid that entire system, which I love. One, you can upgrade your parts with, uh, with like crafting instead of having to just go find and buy the new, the the upgraded part. Um, the the cyberware is way more useful and diverse depending on like your build types and selections. You have more options. Uh, you can like you know. Because a lot of the mods were like, oh, yeah, you can, you know, equip 20 cyberware now. Like, it, it they opened it up. Um, and like you said, you know, it, you have that limit. And so, like, right now, my character can only take, you know, 20 points of cyberware, and that's what I have. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's so awesome. And then it also adds armor, which makes people are like, man... Yeah. 
I'm decked out in all this cyberware. I should not be, you know, afraid of a bullet. And it's like, yeah, that's that that's accounted for now. So like there's there's they really were able to like take some time and redo it and I cannot I I haven't started the uh the DLC yet, but like I'm so excited to do it cuz I know it's just going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. It's gotten like basically 10 out of 10s everywhere I've seen. Uh, and so, yeah, I started from scratch too. So it means, you know, there's going to be a long slog just to get to that DLC, but it's kind of a nice light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, yeah, okay. Like I, I have to go through the game that I've, I've beaten, but it's enjoyable. I like the world. The new mechanics are refreshing. It's very nice. Everything seems crisp now. Like the driving vehicles used to be awful. Now it's much better. So I mean, they like, redid the weapons, like, oh, the yeah, stats are all different. Yeah, I didn't really like, talk about that. Like, the I love, love, love the new weapon system. Mm-hmm. Like, more games, I think, need to take up, like, more of these kind of looter games. Because what happens is now it's like each weapon, as opposed to having basically like random stats, like, each weapon kind of has set stats and then you can like upgrade them. So it's like if you wanted to like use the base pistol. The entire game, you could because you could just keep upgrading it forever. I mean, it's probably not going to have all the bells and whistles that you know the later guns are going to have. But uh, well, like, it just feels like it just feels like how it should be, right? Because like in in the previous rendition of the game, right, you get a pistol in the beginning of the game, and then you're playing the game, you're playing the game, and then you get like the pistol that does more everything, and you're like, that's just not how pistols work in real life. Like yeah. you don't just get like a <laughs> more damaged bullet, right? So now it's like, it's like, hey, like every weapon has stats, and those stats, like you could just choose what you like. Yes, there is still like the upgrade system, so you can you you still can make them a little bit better, but it's way more like you know it's it it's you know it's it's like you okay yeah the it's not just like there's a better gun it's you're you're always you know choosing stats based on like what you want either you can have faster attack speed or you can have more damage you know exactly so, so i'm i'm really enjoying um like relearning all that system and everything and and just you know trying them all out um one thing i like is like now that i've been playing a character who's like very net runner heavy they now get like bonuses to smart weapons, which I think is super yeah. cool. Yeah, they finally uh, because got because na- now I can kind of be like, okay, cool. Like before, like I didn't really see a point in using a smart weapon as long as you have halfway decent aim, you didn't really need it. Um, and so now I'm like, okay, cool. I get advantages to using the smart weapon um, and buffs to how fast it targets, which now it targets. Like it takes time to target, which is a new feature. Um, so yeah, there's just so there was so much more thought put into how you create a build and how you progress that build. I'm I'm just very like very impressed and having a lot of fun um kind of just rediscovering the game. I I I totally agree. Like and, and you know, I just keeps like everything reminds me of something else. Like you talked about the smart weapons. Like it used to be the smart weapons were so OP and you could you pick one up off the ground and with just this like thing you get in the beginning, you basically can use it to its full extent. And now it's like in order to really use a smart weapon you have to like spec into it so you can pick you know you can once you unlock the ability to even use one you can use it but it's like a little sloppy the red the the zone the smart zone is smaller stuff like that and then as you spec into it it gets to become that super powerful thing so it's like it kind of shows like hey like i you know not anybody can use these you have to be this kind of like 
particular type of person who can pick one of these up and really dominate with it, which is what I think is super cool in this new the new version of the game. Yeah, that specialization ability like feels really good so far. Um, you know, I'll I'll I got to keep experimenting, but so far it's been it's been just so much fun. I just want to like level up everything to level twenty and and be yeah. a master of everything. <laughs> but you know, yeah, is that is there a max level? Like I don't know. I think it was fifty. Uh, I'm not up. I'm not quite sure. Cyberpunk. They did raise it for level. the DLC. Point oh. Uh, maximum level after 2.0 update is 50. Okay, okay, I was right. But with Phantom Liberty, it will go higher. That's oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm assuming a little bit. I let me see. I think it says it'll go up to 60 in Phantom Liberty. But honestly, like one of the first things I did in the old version, and something I will do in this one is I'm gonna download a mod that just unlocks the cap because I want to be a super person that can do it all. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just that kind of fun game. (laughs) Like, I don't see any reason not to. Like, it's not like I I don't know. I'm obviously I'll play like through the the campaign and the DLC without it, but then as soon as that's done. I'm unlocking the game and I'm going ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, there's a new ending. I don't know if you heard that. Oh no! Did they change yeah. something about it, or they is it an additional a, one? It's an additional one. Yeah. Oh. So there's like an. I don't know if it's related to Phantom Liberty, um, but I know there is another option for ending. So, I I was already like, oh, I'm gonna get the you know the uh, Reaper ending this time, and then I saw that there was another one, and I'm like, shit! Now I have to play that ending twice. <laughs> Meet Hanako at Embers twice in this yeah. in this run through. So. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just got to do your save point and then <laughs> exactly, and then do well, like well, three or four endings. In my first playthrough, I did like three endings. I did all three of them. Um, I don't want to ruin the game for anyone, but there's quite a variety of endings. Oh, and I only I, did the one. I could not live with with not knowing quite a few of them. <laughs> so, ton of fun, and they're all very, very different, very diverse. So, very impressive. Yeah, can't wait to figure it out. Um, well, I think that's enough for today. We've, we've went over our time a little bit, got excited. Um, but you know, got a lot of fun games. I mean, video games are, are fucking cool. You know, <laughs> like I agree, I, you know, I, I fucking love it. Uh, all right, cool. Thanks everyone for joining. And, uh, let me bring up my stupid little template. All right. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be notified when we post new episodes. You can also find us on social media at pixelated realms or pixelated realms podcast. So thank you everyone. Thank you very much.